Welcome back to the Views from the Bench podcast. We're now on episode 22? 22. 22. Um, I'm here with uh, Pat. Pat, how you doing? I'm great, man. <laughs> I'm feeling great. <laughs> Me too. I can't wait. I can't. And you know, Anthony gets a... Uh, he should get an introduction. This is Anthony from Views from the Bench. He never gets one, but here you are. This is the second... Uh, no, this no. isn't the second no, week. No, it's not. <laughs> um... <laughs> This is the first ever introduction, then. Funny <laughs> enough, <laughs> uh, but we had, we got a, another guest on today, a very special guest. Uh, we've been dying to have him on. I've personally been dying to have him on ever since we started it. Uh, he was actually one of the first guys I thought about when uh, we were thinking about having, you know, unique guests on the pod. Uh, to give you a, a little bit of a background of what his career was, um, he. Played 135, or sorry, he played 135 games in the OJHL with the New uh, North York Rangers, not the New York Rangers. Um, Farm team. Yeah, he was selected in the OHL draft in the 15th round by the Oshawa Generals. He then went on to play in the BEL, which is the Belgium Elite League, and rip it up by tallying 67 points in 38 games, becoming both a Belgium Cup winner and Belgium's most penalized player with 113 penalty minutes. He's also my cousin, and I've looked up to him ever since I've been a kid uh, because he's played hockey throughout his whole life, and he's kind of been uh, an idol in that sense for me. Uh, his name's Dino Ferrari. We can't wait to have him on. Uh, Patty, any thoughts going in? No, I'm definitely excited. To have... <laughs> what are you laughing all the time? No, you're, no. no, I'm definitely excited to talk to Dino. Um, I just want to talk about how he got into coaching because he actually coached against me. Yep. So uh, great to get some insight on that point as well. Yeah, a little quick little story there is um, I was basically filming those games while Patty was playing them because... Uh, no, no, you were, it was after I left. Probably Was it? I would have known <laughs> you were there. Well, I don't know. You, I would have tried to score more. <laughs> Dino would slip me a 50 to fucking film the games. 50, and, eh? Yeah, oh yeah. He was, I was... I had a 50 great... 50 to film? I had a great gig there. It was I'm great. I'm ask him if he needs some film. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was... Uh, it was awesome. It was, it was good good times. But, um, yeah, I, we'll talk about that for sure. We're going to touch upon, again, his, his whole junior career and uh, his career overseas. And uh, we just can't wait to get to it. We can't wait to bring this interview for you guys. I'm and, sure he's going to have some crazy stories out in Belgium. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah we can't wait but... to uh, deliver it to you guys. So we'll see you on the other side. I mean, we got I got a whole bunch of questions. But he's going to ask you about your coaching career. And I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you. <laughs> but I'm gonna ask you about um, like your OHL because I I was young when you were when you were drafted. Yeah. I don't even. What year was it? Did, I don't know. I was sixteen. Uh, Two thousand. Two thousand. So you were I, born in like you were born. Ninety eight. So I was yeah. I was two years old. <laughs> I didn't. Remember? How you remember that? How do you not remember? <laughs> I I don't. But I, I I remember going to a couple of your games at uh, Centennial. When I, when I was in North York. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was right after. So you must have only still been like five or six. Like, if you were two when I got drafted, then you were no more than six when I was done playing junior. <laughs> yeah. How are you 20 right now? How old are you 20? <laughs> I'm 21. 21. Um, yeah, I remember that. I remember that clearly. Seeing you guys at uh, Centennial. Yeah. But then, um, do you remember, like... Did you know you were going to get drafted because you went in the 15th round, right? Yeah, no. I, no, like I had, a, I got letters from teams. I knew if I did, it would be late. Like, I had an agent named Jack Ridgway. 
when I got drafted, he didn't even know I got drafted. Come on. And I was like, thanks, Jack, for everything you did. He's like, oh, Oshawa, eh? And <laughs> <laughs> he didn't fucking know. Come on, he didn't... Yeah. Wow. So, like, I hoped, because it was like, oh, just like you, you probably, like, it's all you think about. Like, when you're yeah. playing midget, all your buddies are getting drafted, like Steve Weiss, all, like, those were my best friends, so it was all about getting drafted. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so when I got a letter, I got a, I got... I got a letter from Peter Bro. I was fucking over the moon, and then, and then I had no idea. I never even got a letter from Oshawa, and then Oshawa drafted me. Really? Mm. So they must have just. I was like the only person left in the fucking building. When I was <laughs> they left me the keys to walk up. <laughs> Is it not just over the phone though? No, it was in person. Oh really? Your dad was there. I remember vividly. Your dad was there. Come your dad on. cried. Your dad. I remember looking over, and your dad had tears in his eyes. No way. Yeah, my God, strike me dead. I remember that like it was yesterday. Wow. Yeah. Where was it? Where did it... <coughs> Hershey Center. Hershey Center. Hershey Center. Yeah. yeah. There was 20 rounds. Yes, like I know. 375th we... overall or something like that. Three... 395th or something. Like triple digits. It's <laughs> 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 uh, funny. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so you weren't expecting to go at all, right? You just Well, did... I was there. Yeah, but... So I hoped. Like, it was just like I went there because it was cool to go and I hoped yeah. to get... There's 20 rounds, and you got a few letters, so you think maybe, but... Yeah. So Jack Ridgway not give you a... <laughs> <laughs> no, I... Fuck. I, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> don't be. Don't be. I, like, it wasn't even him the reason I went. I It was the letters. Yeah. And it was just because all of the guys on my team went, and, like, you just hope. You go, it was the cool... It was, like, when you're that... It's all we cared about mm-hmm. back then, so the draft was huge. So I remember it was Unionville Festival that night. It was a big party. It was perfect. Like, I got drafted the Oshawa hat. And yeah, yeah. It was a big party that night. Did you, like, go and walk up? Like, in... Yeah, I went down. You went... Oh, yeah. I didn't even get a... The jersey, they... So they gave me a jersey. I put it on, took a picture with me and my dad, and they asked for it back. They didn't give me the jersey. They didn't my jersey back. That's bullshit. Yeah. Um, so, when, when you got drafted, how you played... You, how many years did you play Junior A until... You went to go play with Oshawa. Like you, well, you played like, Oshawa. I played five games. Yeah. in total, like regular season. <laughs> <laughs> like, but five of them. What happened there? To- so okay, so I got drafted. I got drafted out of midget. Don Mills. I played for Don Mills. I got drafted, and then I um, what, so I got drafted in like June, yeah. and then September's camp, right? Like you, you you try out. So all the draft picks go to the camp. I, even in April, after the draft, we all went for like a pre introduction and like we didn't go on the ice but we did like a workout or whatever and then um so I went to camp and I went I went to camp I was already committed with North York Lou Francis like I, I, I committed with North York mm-hmm. before I went to Oshawa's camp okay like I, so uh, North York had their training camp say late August yeah they I signed in North York but I was also going to Oshawa's camp after that right not expecting to so, anyways, I went to Oshawa's camp, and I and I so then I did good. They asked me to play exhibition games, and you know, like that means that if you say yes, you're not going to get a scholarship, which I'm not exactly fucking Sigmund Freud, so I, was, <laughs> I wasn't worried about that. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I played, and then so after the uh, after the um, like after camp. So after the few games we played, played I remember I played Brampton and Mississauga Ice Dogs. This is still exhibition, right? 
exhibition, yeah. two exhibition games. And um, no, I was there. I went even start. I even registered for school. I, w- I went to school in Whitby for like, uh, like I read Henry Street school High School or like High School. Like it was grade ten or something Holy like fun. that. And then we all had to hand in our grades after school, like after or something, our schedule, our timetable. Yeah. And I went in there and like the coach's office, and they were like, "Yeah, we need to talk." <laughs> like, Fuck. <laughs> like, I knew it. And then so they said like, "But but I was an AP player." So they so they called me up like five times that year. Mm. Yeah. And that was it. Like, yeah. how were those games? Were you like, uh, like I wish I had more of a chance. Like that's what I what sucks. I wish I had like five games. You can't. Yeah, you can't. Plus you're much. sixteen. Yeah. You're yeah. scared. Was like, that the rookie year you got called up for five games? Yeah, that that oh. first year I got called up five games. But like, it, it's not enough of a chance. Like, no. Plus two of those games, I was telling you, like they called me up. Mm-hmm. Zero sh- like drive to Barry. Yeah. Zero shifts. Z- like you call me up. Zero shifts. Yeah. Like I warmed up and I sat on the bench. Home and home. Barry in Barry and then Barry at home. Oh fuck. Second game Barry at home. Yeah. Zero shifts. Wow. Well, thanks for your service. Yeah. <laughs> so you realistically you only played three games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I played three games and then those three games. So one of them was in Plymouth. So I got called out of high school. I, I was in class. Yeah. The principal like buzzed in, buzzed Dino come down to the office. My dad was there. We got to drive to Sarnia. This was the first call up. Yeah. And this was the best. I remember. <clears throat> so we got to drive to Sarnia. We're playing Sarnia tonight in Plymouth tomorrow. And Steve Weiss was my best friend at the time. He mm-hmm. plays for Plymouth. So it was he, for me, it was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Those games, I got ice time. I got ice. I got not a regular shift at all, but, like, but yeah, and what can you prove in, in that amount of time? What did they say to you? Did they kind of... They don't say much. They don't say much? No, I remember, like, the... Like, <laughs> we got, like, chicken wings after the game on the bus, <laughs> yeah. and the veterans just came and took my wings. Really? I didn't get to eat. That's bullshit. Yeah. Like, like, side note but um but so that was it and then i think one oh later on that year kingston and i got a couple shifts and but but it was so different like i, I was i wasn't the player that i was two years later that's what sucks is that when you're 16 you, like you get one chance yeah when you get because when you, as you get older you're no longer like you're not going to be 18 playing as a rookie in the OHL. Mm-hmm. So when you're 16, like you're playing 20 year olds, I was so scared. Like there was a guy Richard Spence. Yeah. Like do you know Ben Eager? Yes. Okay, so Ben Eager, he played in the NHL, psychopath. <laughs> he was drafted. He was the first round pick that year that I got that I went. Yeah. <laughs> so he, we were buddies. Like Paul Ranger was on was a, a pick. Mm-hmm. Um, Nathan Horton, Horton was saying, the next right? year, but uh, so. Ben Eager goes to me, Dino, I'm not having a good camp. Can, can we please fight? Like, we're buddies. Like, yeah. Inner squad game, but we're on different teams. Can we please fight? Holy shit. And, I've, and I'm so stupid and naive. <laughs> and, like, like, I was really dumb at 16. I just didn't understand life. Like, obviously, <laughs> because I thought that, like, when he said that, because we're friends, we're just going to, like, hold, like, we're yeah. not fucking hit each other. Yeah, we're friends. Like, yeah. I didn't understand hockey at that time. Like, mm-hmm. So... Fast forward to we're on the ice. I'm at the end of a shift. Goalie, I remember it like it was yesterday. Goalie stops the puck and he's right there. Okay, let's go now. And I'm and I was huffing. I was tired. I was like, next shift. I'm tired. I'm at the end of a shift. At the end of a shift. 
I go off the ice. Scott Rosendahl, who's also his good friend, like at, like we're all tight. Yeah. Off that face-off, eager they fight. Ben Eager kicked the fucking shit out of him. Like, <laughs> Come on. Like his face was every blood everywhere. I was on the bench and I literally said to myself, I, "I'm going home. Like, <laughs> this is what it's like here." Like, yeah. that, like that's. That that's when I realized like this is for real. I'm not ready for this. Like this is yeah. But then fast you're forward. You're 16 two, year old. Yeah, but two years yeah. later, like a year later, yeah. My second year of junior, I learned how to fight, <laughs> and and, and, I, and I discovered that I wasn't scared. Like I, I used to, I was a psychopath. Right. But if I was like that at 16, you know. Yeah. Because so, that was why I didn't make the team. I think because because you couldn't fight. Because no, because I was scared. I played scared. Yeah. I'd go into the corner, <clears throat> and you're just a little bit scared. That means you're just you're not gonna do what you got to do. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I so at eighteen, then when when did you like? Because I mean I don't remember because I was so young. So your your playing style were you more of a fighter or were you like? Because my dad always said that you like you're a good playmaker. Yeah, great playmaker. And I, but I, and I so I was always a little bit slow. Like, always a little bit slow because mm-hmm. I didn't work hard enough off the ice. Also, mm-hmm. like I could have I could have always done more off the ice it's easy to see now like, yeah, like yeah 36 like yeah <laughs> how easy how, what you did wrong back then mm-hmm. but um so my first year of junior was that year where i mixed in with getting called up with oshawa we we didn't win a game like we, we were we were all rookies yeah we had fun but like, we sucked mm-hmm. second year um we were good that year i still wasn't i i i could like my the when I was at my best, I was. I've really like I was a really good passer. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I would my dad would fuck, my dad would yell at me because I wouldn't shoot the puck. Like I I always passed. Yeah. So I I was a good pass and I would win pucks in corners. Like I'd go into a corner and I would and I would and I'm extremely I became extremely competitive. Yeah. Like like if we're losing. <laughs> oh like. That's when I was, you know, like we're losing two nothing. I loved it. Yeah. You know, it's now it's okay. It's now we're time. Yeah. So that's where I. That's what I was as a player. But then on top of that, I di- I, I discovered that I could, I could, I could be a psycho too. Like I can scare people. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And that mm-hmm. brings a lot to you because. But I wasn't like I was actually very scared. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was, all, it was like half like part of the game and half my ego mm-hmm. you know what i mean but would you learn how to fight then i went to a there was a guy he, he was hockey specific uh fighting that's what he taught that's what he taught you so you, you go there and he shook my hand and, <laughs> and he, like he had a gym he was a martial arts guy but he taught he played in the nhl mike marzen his name was yeah. and he taught <clears> you how to uh, fight like he taught you how to defend yourself he, his theory was no matter how small you are or i can teach you how to never lose a fight you could tie a fight yeah. every single time. So he was great. So he, so he taught me. He shook my hand. I remember he shook my hand, and he goes, yeah, you can fight. They're just by the size of my hands. Yeah. Because you could, his whole thing, he taught me how to tie on. So from there on in, I always, my first move in a fight was never punch. My first move was grab the guy. Yeah. And I knew how to grab him so that he couldn't get loose. And, and from there, if I, I would either Mind you, I got my ass kicked a bunch of times, but like it. But if I, if it went well, I would tie the fight or win the fight because I would defend myself. Mm-hmm. That's how I learned how to fight. What made you decide to go to that guy to learn? My dad, yeah. my dad found him somehow. Yeah, the other guys went. You know how it is. Like yeah. you hear about a guy, and so <clears throat> so I went. He was really expensive too, but um, 
so that's that's what happened there. Like and then and then and then it becomes a thing. Like you you do it once, you do it twice, then it the word it, gets then, around. The word gets around, and yeah. then it's like back then hockey's was way different than it is now. It's of like you know, and when you play in Markham, it's my hometown. All my buddies were there. It's mm-hmm. like so it was, but. I wish I never played like that. Now I wish I focused more on the hockey and, and not that because that took away from like your skill development. What right? I could have done, yeah. Mm-hmm. You played another three years after uh, in North York, North York, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was so the first two years, third year. So I was captain third and fourth year, and that's when I started. That's when I started to realize that I could play like to combine the both. Mm-hmm. I guess. So I so I, I would get like fifty I don't know the points are there on online maybe yeah. forty points in fifty games or something in a couple hundred penalty minutes and so <laughs> I would do a little bit of everything yeah you know? yeah and um, I just I, I now looking back it was like I I never it's too bad you can only do it one time yeah like it's that's like the worst thing about life you can't do you don't have a do over like yeah, I, yeah because if I could do it again knowing this I would I like to think that. Fucking! I, I would have played a lot longer, mm-hmm. you know. But how 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 old were you once you once you're finished? Because then do you, you went over to Belgium right away, right? Or did you? No, I waited a year. So we, my season was over. My last year in North York was over. We lost to Cogliano, Cogliano, and St. Mike's. Mm. He single handedly beat us. Like it was, it was. I remember my dad, my dad and your dad talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I remember your dad and my dad found him. Saw him yeah, play yeah. like when he was before that even. Yeah, and they're like, like come this see this guy. kid. Yeah, and he was on St. Mike's, and we were it was game six. We took a, it was a good series, but if it wasn't for Cogliano, we would have won four straight. Like he really, it was the South Finals. It was the third round. It's so nuts how he's he's that dominant, and like in the NHL, he's, he's like average. Yeah, yeah. He's like almost below average. Yeah. Like it's fun. he was sick. Yeah, and uh, and we lost game six. We some one guy Sam Bloom took a stupid penalty in the last two minutes. Sam Bloom, Sam Bloom again, our team, and then and we lost. It was done. And then all of a sudden, boom, your hockey's done. Like I didn't know I was gonna go play in Europe. Yeah, it's like oh, you don't even realize it, and then oh my god, like, hockey's finished. So what were you thinking when hockey was done there after your junior was done? I thought I was. What done. was your next move? Finished. Yeah, like I, I was. It was so depressing. Was yeah, like, yeah. Like literally, we're in the parking lot after the game. And, and I was on team with like Robbie Colangelo, my best friends, like Robbie Colangelo, Garrett McRae, mm-hmm. uh, Jeff Mock. Like uh, we were tight. Yeah. And then boom, it's done. Peckham, Theo Peckham. Oh, that's played, played for really? Edmonton. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Years. yeah. He was a rookie in my last year. That year we lost to Cogliano. He had braces. He was, <laughs> he was like, he was just a geek. And then he, went, he was a killer too with Edmonton. Yeah. Like he, he killed the yeah. So but no, most guys after junior they shut it down. But I thought I was going to shut it down. How old? You couldn't have been more than was 20, 20, 20. 20. 20. Yeah. So I took, so then I, I took a year off. Um, like, because what are you going to, I didn't know I could even, I didn't know Europe, like it wasn't like it is now. Like yeah. I didn't yeah. know you can just go to Europe and play. Like, yeah. And I worked like at a, at a, at a store. <laughs> at a sporting store or something. And, um, and then, uh, and then, I was like, man, I like, I want to play hockey again. So, I, there was a site called EuroHockey.net, okay. and it was like a chat room. You know, remember, like, fuck, you guys are young, but like, <laughs> literally a chat room. And then, so I went on. I said, player looking to play somewhere in Europe. So a guy goes, a guy goes, leave me, give me your phone number or give me your email address. He goes, 
I got an email. If you can get your Italian passport within two weeks, I have a spot for you in Belgium. Like, I literally had, Belgium, like, I literally had to Google what, what color are people in Belgium. Yeah. Like, I, 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 ne- I never heard of Belgium before. I don't, but I was like, I'm in. Yeah, like, yeah. Anything to get away from this store. Dude. I'm working at. <laughs> like, it was terrible. I worked downtown, like, selling hockey. Like, anyways. Yeah. Um, so I was, like, so I went to uh, the Italian consulate with my dad, and and <coughs> they needed, like, they had a list of things, like, grandmother's birth certificate for like a piece of your great 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 grandmother's skin like, like there was like 20 Ridiculous. things you yeah. needed to get to get this day we got it and I got the passport and like I was in Belgium all of a sudden I was on a flight they paid for my flight and wow yeah I but, got there and it was, there was a guy waiting for me and he's still my friend to this day he's the assistant coach of SAC okay yeah, yeah. Hockey team, yeah. Jeff Brennan he was on the team at the time and he I lived with him at the beginning and then that started up that came out of nowhere. The next seven years came out of nowhere. Did so you have to try out seven there? Seven years or? you were there? No, I just, oh. you said, it's like, when it, yeah, seven seasons I played. <coughs> Hockey DB doesn't have all of them. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. Because you have to, no, Hockey DB doesn't have any of them. They, do have some, they have some, and they're you have good numbers there. <laughs> yeah, Elite Prospect has more of them, I think, I don't know, but yeah, seven seasons. Wow. 2005 to 2006. I think it was 2011. 2011, so six years, yeah. Yeah. It's so much different now because, um, like, when you're 20, I, f- I feel like in today's NHL, despite even, like, you got drafted, but there would have been more opportunity there, right? Like, in today's NHL, guys at 20, that's still, like, another five or six years before they fully develop, no? Guys in the NHL? Yeah, I mean, I, f- I feel like it's different because with younger players now, there's just so much opportunity, right? Yeah, but, my, my best hockey was when I was, like, 24 yeah like in belgium like 20 and people stop yeah like you say like they stop early and they they don't even get to realize how good it's less about how good they are but more about like like when i was coaching my goal was to like let these kids know that you can go play in a place like belgium yeah because you're probably not going to the nhl Mm -hmm. and and so anyways, did I? I didn't address what you said. No, no, you 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 did in in a sense. I was just saying because, I like I feel like there's a even with the Leafs, these guys have they're signing guys overseas all the time. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like it, whereas I feel like back then that wasn't really a thing. No, I mean there's less contact. There's less. Like, yeah, like they, yeah. just the whole I mean the whole evolution of it. But. but those guys like there's the tiers in Europe are like totally different from each other. Like Russia is like the NA, like... KHL? Yeah. yeah. Like, you're good if you're in Russia. Yeah, yeah. Like in Belgium, you're... But fine. B, but I, like, BL is a, a pretty good league, though. Because, I, I, I mean, it's in the NHL games. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> Belgian league is in there? Yeah, oh, yeah. Pretty yeah, sure. With players' names? I'm, like the current oh, players' names? I'm pretty sure. That's yeah. cool. B, I, mean, uh, I know a bunch of them. It's the BEL, right? The Belgian Elite League, yeah. 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 That's crazy, I didn't know that. Yeah, so if if there's an NHL game... So NHL Wolf, got to get NHL 6 oh, out. no, they wouldn't have <laughs> they, they might, honestly. <laughs> I know that you could bet on the games. We were, <laughs> really? Playing, yeah, yeah. That's another story. <laughs> <laughs> um, do, tell us about playing in Belgium, because you told me some stories. Uh, yeah, it was like, what was the hockey like? It was... For me, it was perfect, because it was like... I wasn't good enough to play in the Germany or, or Switzerland, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I wasn't, for me it was perfect. It was like, this was what, a t- what the league was like. 
every team had, depending on their budget, six six or seven imports. So the imports were like from Slovakia, Finland. So my first year I had guys from Finland, Sweden, Slovakia, um, and okay, say that's it, uh, and America, the states. And yeah. Canada. So you'd have like six or seven uh, imports, and then you'd have like three or four decent Belgian players, mm-hmm. and then garbage, like like Belgian no. players. Guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, but the teams with the bigger budgets had more imports. So when I say six or seven, sometimes we had 10, like, you know what I mean? So, and the players where they come from is like, uh, so I came from junior, but most players playing the, like Jesse Boucher, won a Memorial cup. He's one of my best friends. He played four years at Western university and then came there. A lot of people Mm -hmm. that do that. They play four years, Canadian university after the OHL Mm -hmm. and then go to Europe. Right. So, that's good hockey players. Like there, there were some really, really good games. But then there's te- there's games where it was it was just we were in Snickers bars and <laughs> before the game because you know you're winning by ten. Yeah, you know. Tell tell uh, tell a story about uh, the the fog game. Yeah, tell, tell there was an outdoor rink. There was a rink that was literally outdoor. That was really? that was yeah, our stadium. Aaron Tulls. It was our it was our it was our it was our rival too. It was always always good games, and. Um, yeah, it was warm one night, and it was fog. Like I couldn't see from me to you, but we had to play the game. Like, it was, Seriously? It was, yeah, wow. yeah. It was, it was dangerous. It was, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was crazy. There was a, there's a rink that's too, there's a rink that when you go on Facebook, we played. Um, it was an old theater. <laughs> it used to be a theater. It was it was, so, yeah. You see that? Yeah. Like it was awful. Anyways, like they, you, I order a hot dog there, and they and I was like, Can I have a hot dog, like. The only thing they have is a hot dog, and you're, and you're not allowed to get it without sauerkraut. I was like, what do you have a hot do? dog, please? And they put it sauerkraut. Oh, you know sauerkraut? No, I don't Fuck know. It, like German. <laughs> I was like, yeah, can I get one without sauerkraut? They're like, no. <laughs> and they're like, it's like, I don't know. Anyways, it's, it's so much of that stuff in Belgium. Is yeah. different. Like, like, there's no glass. There's no glass. So the fans lean lean over the boards. So you're in the, so you're, <laughs> no they're, they're in the play. So like it's this is the boards, the fans are right here. Like if you try to get a puck out of the zone, high, yeah, you hit someone in the face. Like like there was it's, wow. yeah, there's no delay so, a game back then, right? Like no, that, because it's this high. Yeah. What do you mean if you're like the flex off a stick? It could fly. Yeah, off I glass. saw ladies get broken noses all the time. Like yeah, it was crazy, and there was no glass behind them. It was mesh behind the glass, wow. so you hit the you, you shoot it high. It's the mesh. You fucking wait a second, then it pops out, and you continue play. Larry, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like three on three yeah. rolls. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> what year did you win? You win it all. Two thousand. My second last year. Second last year. Yeah, they didn't want me back. So the year before that, am I talking too much? No, no, no. no. It's, a, it's, it's a podcast. Point. No, <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely the point. Um, the year, the year before we won. I had a bad, like, I didn't have a good year. Like, I got into trouble a lot and stuff, so yeah. they didn't want me back. So at the end of the year, they told me, we don't want you back. So I went So I went home in the summer, and I said to my, like, because Boucher and Barrett, like, two of my buddies, were going back. Right. And I wasn't going to go back. So it was already, like, my fourth year or something. It would have been my fourth year or something. So I, uh, 
So I said, fuck that, I'm going to show up. I told the guy, I'm going to show up here with my bag in shape, because I was very out of shape that, that year before. I like I was fat, I didn't work out, I was lazy. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I worked out all summer. I, I got an injury, I worked through the injury. I showed up there, they didn't know I was coming, and, and I was uh, I, had to, I had to wash dishes, I didn't make any money. I played the whole year for free. Really? I bought my own sticks. Wow. Yeah, but I said, fuck you. And then so, that's the year we won. That's the year we won. And I didn't know and that. In the finals, in the finals, that game, and then there's a video of it too. Like, a, like a, I, we won four three, and I got fucking two goals and an assist in the in the final. And I said, "Fuck you!" To the <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me on this you, team. You flipped them off, right? I, yeah, my my GM, my GM. I said, "Fuck you!" Um, I just did. After you, you, you sullied like that, right? Or was it no, after? No, no, no. After, after after the game, my mom oh. and dad came and everything. Yeah. Uh, how <laughs> come I remember I that? For free. I bought, yeah. I bought my own flight. I, I, I washed dishes at a restaurant all season oh, to wow. make money Jeez. to play. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. So that happened. Yeah. I, I didn't know about that. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So then what, what about the last year then? No, then it was back to normal because I did that. It was, a, it was, it was all good after that. Cause yeah. I worked hard. I got in shape. I helped the team win. And, and that was it? And yeah. And the last season actually got cut short. So but, yeah. what happened after that? Because what, what, at what age did you get into coaching? Um, uh, right after, right, right after, after I got into uh, the two thousand. What year are you born? You guys are ninety eight, right? Yeah, yeah. The, so the two thousands, I helped. I was an assistant coach with Markham, um, the, uh, the Waxers AAA, and then it was four years of that. It was easy when you're an assistant coach. It's great because you just yeah you don't you're not the center of attention. No one gives a shit about you. So it was good, and then I took a year off. I didn't want to coach anymore. I had other shit going on, and then, and then I got asked if I wanted to coach York Simcoe midget, mm-hmm. and uh, so I did. What made you want to get into the coaching? I didn't really want to no. get into the coaching. Like you know what I missed was like I the only thing I ever really knew was hockey. Like I, it's all I the, the only thing I liked. Yeah, it was hockey. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. The only thing I was ever good at. So I miss like being around a team of guys and being around, you know, like the things you miss when you stop playing hockey. But when it came to being a head coach, and the other thing I miss was the competitiveness. Like when you're every day like playing a sport and trying to win, like and and then you don't have that anymore. Or something happens. For me, something happened. I was like, I was I was missing something. So to be a head, to be an assistant coach, it was cool because you're like a cheerleader. Yeah. Like, when you're the head coach, it's like. It's real. It's two like, two years you coached, right? Two years, two years. and the third year I, I was I got the team, and then right before the season I was like I can't do this no more. Really? It's hard, man. Yeah. What was difficult about it? Like, the kids didn't give a shit. Like, I would literally, <laughs> the video, for instance. Mm-hmm. I would literally sit there, and so I bought a TV. I bought like this thing, Coach's Eye. I'm, fuck, I'm gonna, we're gonna win the championship because it's all like, <laughs> yeah. if I don't believe I'm gonna win a championship, I don't want to play. Yeah, like I don't. So like then, so like you get all prepared. For instance, like against a t- team like yours, you guys, I remember vividly like you guys were sick, but I believed we could beat. You. We were, we were bad. Like we didn't yeah. have good players, but we, but I believed we could beat you guys. So we would practice. We would practice. This is what I hated about coaching. We would practice so hard. Like I am, I would prepare, mm-hmm. and then I would explain, 
and then we'd have a good practice and we go to the game and not it's like we didn't have any of that practice or anything it's like they didn't fucking <laughs> hear anything i said yeah. they would lose 10 nothing i'd be like i don't want to quit i don't know <laughs> what's the point because no yeah. matter what i say they don't a, they don't care be they're, they're bad like shouldn't say that but they were <laughs> they, he, had a, he had a really bad team <laughs> yeah like i had and then also i was like i was like lazy as a coach in a way because that doesn't sound lazy no, at all no lazy because once shit got like we were down yeah six guys wouldn't touch the ice again and six guys would just keep going play yeah like i had guys on my second year team who would play the whole they'd come like they were guys that paid 10 grand just like everybody else or whatever it is six grand to play they didn't fucking get ice time, any ice time, because I would just send out, because I hate losing. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, You're not going to go on the ice because you're going to fuck it up for everyone, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Like, That's the reality of it, yeah. Yeah, so so I would do video. I remember one time I did video, and video was hard because, so I'd watch, you have to, like, know, it's one thing to be a player, to be a coach is, I thought being a coach just because I was a player I understand yeah no look at no. Wayne Gretzky he was a fucking greatest player he's yeah. the worst coach yeah exactly yeah. It's, it's hard like breaking down video like it was so I'd watch the video I'd see something I'd fucking mark it is what I'm gonna say to I'd see I would have every single play of the game I saw something wrong every single thing so I'd have like pages and pages and pages of notes which I'm gonna go over there and I, like I'd spend I'd pull an all nighter doing this, yeah. thinking like thinking that these guys are just as into it as me, yeah, yeah. With, like delusional because I believe that <laughs> half the time they're showing up baked, their eyes are shut <laughs> at the rink, and I'm and I'm sitting here thinking they're so, and then I'd go to the rink and I'd have it all and and two clips in, the guys are laughing, guys aren't listening, this guy's fucking laughing, they're not, they're talking, I, and I would literally go, fuck you, and I'd walk, <laughs> like, I'd, I'd, I'd get so mad because I put all this time in, yeah, yeah. and they don't care. Like, when I played hockey, what the coach said was the Bible. Yeah. Like, you, you, you fucking don't listen, like, the coach was Jesus Christ. <laughs> Always. Yeah, like, yeah. It was different, man. Anyways, that's... That was crazy. Well, what, what age group was that? Because, like, it's, it's either... That was... Midget. Must have been 98, 98. 98. Video I never did the first year. Video I did the second oh. year with the 99s and 2000s. But I feel like you're at, if you're at, when you're at that age, it's either like you either know you're going somewhere or you don't give a fuck. Exactly. Right? So and we so had like, like video sessions and it was like pretty serious. Because you guys were good. And you guys probably <laughs> believed you can win and it was important. Yeah, like, I guess so. I don't know. They were I, good. They, that, you guys were that's good. the only thing that makes sense to me. Because, or I wasn't presenting it well because... Listen, I can't sit here and blame the kids. Like, I'm the coach. I, I gotta. I was probably doing something wrong. Like, whatever. But I just felt like it was. It wasn't. It wasn't worth the effort. After a while, it was. Like, also, I think hockey's too confusing now. Like, just fucking two one two play. Like, yeah. play hard. There's a few things you need to know. Like, I believe that against a good team like you guys, like there's a really only a few things. Like, you know what's hard about what's confu- – like, if this happens, do this. If this happens, do this. If this happens, do this. Like, there's um, there's too much for me to think about as a coach. Like, yeah. I don't want – I can't teach you guys all that. Like, fucking work hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Wait, have, did you ever think about coaching a younger age where they might give more of a shit and they're more receptive to that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought about it, but I don't, I don't know. Because then at the young age, they're – you're teaching them more like 
the fundamentals skills right? and yeah yeah and I don't have patience for that either you know so what type of practice like would you run what would you want to like work on for development wise like with that team with my teams yeah yeah like I would always like I always wanted to do power play like like a lot of like things that worked in my mind but and I would try it and they and I it never worked out so we would end up doing battles and, and a lot of battling drills and you know two on ones three on twos battling I had to keep it simple because as soon as you start doing things where they got to think a little bit it wasn't you just but it wasn't it was probably not coming out off me out of my mouth properly mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah probably a little bit of, on both sides for sure yeah right? yeah because the second year we had good players so mm-hmm. I really had no excuse not to be good that, then it was, that's when I didn't want to coach anymore after that because I was like oh I, I really must <laughs> tough on the ego because I take it personally like when we well you're well, a competitor like you said right so I mean yeah, it's only it's, natural I t- yeah it's hard didn't you guys make the playoffs though you made the playoffs the second year you had good players because they're hosting the Omer Jays yeah yeah but the recruiting was so hard especially against right. Kevin Ryan Kevin Ryan was like the, I called Amadeo, like, every day. Like, I'd call him, what'd you have for lunch, man? Like, we're out of school. Like, I begged him to come play. It was, and, and, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. And then, okay, I went and played for Kevin wherever. You know, we went to Markham. Well, we had a lot of players leave that year just because of how everything turned out. So a lot of players just left after, and they had a terrible year. The next year. The next year. The next year after you guys. We but, all left, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that first year, I was still, I was trying to recruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone went to get you guys. You, you guys had a powerhouse. Yeah, no, yeah. One was, no one was coming to YSC when, when, with the team that you guys had. I remember watching you guys lose to Whippy in the. Yeah, I know. In the game seven, we I, talked I was about there. that. Yeah, we talked. Yeah, my dad was talking to you actually. Was it? Yeah, I was talking to somebody there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, an Italian. What's yeah. your last name? Servidio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember. I remember being happy that you guys lost. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> it's all right. Because, it's because right. of Kevin Ryan, because of Kevin, because it was so hard to recruit against him. And because you guys spanked us. You know how discouraging it is to like, <laughs> believe you can beat, like, wait a month for a game? Because that's the game I would always wait for. Like, Really? Uh, yeah. It was the, isn't that the Well, that's how everyone <laughs> got up for our games, probably. Yeah. Like, and then just got spanked. Like, like. All I thought about for a month is like this team. Okay, we're gonna we, like we're gonna play with them, yeah. and then just get smashed. But our team also like we we could be winning five nothing with twelve seconds left. We'll lose seven five. <laughs> we'll lose by two. Like we, like we found a way to lose no matter like yeah. you know what I mean. So that's that just drove me nuts, man. It was just it was so much easier just to play like mm-hmm. be a, to to play hockey rather than coach hockey. We were thinking about actually getting into coaching. Like, we were thinking about doing that. That's why we wanted to ask you. Because, like... <laughs> well, I, I haven't given you a good idea. <laughs> well, like, no, like, I mean, it's good to know because uh, as a player, you obviously have so much control over what, what you do because it's yourself, yeah. right? But as a coach, you can only imagine, like you said, you put so much so much preparation into it. Mm. And then the players, they don't execute or whatever it, whatever it may be, right? This is what this okay for some. This would be my advice, my real like my uh, sane advice <laughs> for somebody going into coaching. Don't do it to win the champ. Like do it because at this age you're given a team. You're not. You don't really get to go choose because of the borders and everything. Mm-hmm. Do it to develop players' skills, mm-hmm. and if you win, it's a bonus. Yeah. If expectation is 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 a problem. So you you were doing it to win. 
it was all about just winning. Yeah. I didn't give a shit about like those six guys who I sat on the bench. Yeah. If I wasn't lazy, mm-hmm. if I wasn't thinking, I would have developed that. I would have yeah. worked with those guys. But instead, I was just we're gonna work on power play down here. Go war- shoot on the goalie. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Would you change? You would, you would change that going back? Well, I I don't think I'm capable of changing that. That's the thing for you guys. That's what I would say to you guys: mm-hmm. is develop players. I don't think that I have the patience to do that. I'm very like impulse, uh, instant gratification. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Give me a game. Give me, give me a contest right now. I want to win it now. You know what I mean? I'm not willing to wait to see if they play in the NHL six years later to feel good about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just the way I am. Like when I when Keith got the job. Yeah. I had so much anxiety for him. I'm like, oh, like the pressure that must. Yeah. Be. Like, yeah, like, yeah. He, he makes use of his like a good coach. I think makes good use of what he's got. Like, like I would have, I, I should have taken those players, figured out what they do well, and let them do it well. Like teach and expand on what mm-hmm. they do well. Mm-hmm. Instead, I just shut them down. <laughs> right, and and that's yeah. But I mean, I guess that that contrast between uh, Babcock and Keith, it's it's funny that you mentioned that because Babcock would roll all four lines. Yeah, he wouldn't budge. He wouldn't budge. Yeah. Right. And the yeah. team had suffered because of it. Yeah. Whereas Keith kind of d- does more about what you do, and they yeah. see more success. But he. But the difference. Well, there's many differences between <laughs> Sheldon <laughs> Keith and Dino Ferrari. But, <laughs> but but what he does is he uses he uses everybody like he's got. Yeah, he's a player's coach. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone has a role when he's playing. Yeah. You know? yeah. But he does want to get his top guys in quick. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love him to be honest. I'd be too. Yeah. I coached in Belgium too. Did that you? That was that sucked. <laughs> I'll tell you why it sucked because you Belgium there's like 20 kids in one age group and that's it. So mm-hmm. like I coached so I'd have like a I'd have like um a, a like so under 13. Under 13, but the best 8-year-olds will be on your team too. So like I'd have like a, like a wicked eight year old on I'd have like uh, in a game I'd have like on a line a wicked eight year old a thirteen year old who's never skated before like he's old, like would be holding that thing but yeah, like, yeah, cannot yeah. stand on his feet and like a and like a girl like who doesn't matter sorry like, delivery like, there was funny yeah and like and like um then that was like that was crazy you just get there's no consistent because there's no uh there's no people that play hockey there like that that's you know what you know what the biggest am i talking now i'm talking to no you're not <laughs> I've never, I've never stop this many words in the last <laughs> fucking year combined no talk more fuck the uh i was trying the, uh, to like you know, like i said before like that was the main thing i thought i could do with coaching midget age like let them like help them understand that they, if you're not going to the NHL, like everyone here thinks it's either the NHL, NHL or, or bust. Yeah, yeah. Like no, like there's, that's what I thought would happen is that I would I would get a couple kids that would continue playing. Like, yeah. If I wasn't I, I didn't have my shit like reasons. Mm-hmm. I would still be in Belgium playing hockey. Like I had forty two year olds on my team. Right. Like I like I still sometimes like when I played men's league this year. In the back of my head, as I started feeling better on the ice, and I, in the back of my head, I was delusionally thinking, "I'm gonna fucking get in shape and go back and play hockey." Like, why? Why not? I th- like you, you totally could, right? Reasons. My 
technically, yeah, all you got to do is get in shape because the hockey's not the greatest. But mm-hmm. but many reasons, life. Yeah, they, <laughs> like, man, you came thirty six. You know what I mean? It's if it was up to me, and if I didn't have to like like debts and like you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like things, the reasons why I have to stay here, I would do it. Yeah. My family, my mom and dad, who I love, because if if it wasn't for them too. Mm-hmm. Even fuck my debts, I'd be, I'd be I'd be on an airplane over there. Yeah, yeah. Because the lifestyle the lifestyle is so good. My only responsibility was like wake up, be ready for you know go to practice, and I'd be ready for a game on the weekend. Yeah. And like it was so laid back. It was. I don't know how sustainable that is, but it was like we used to set our alarm clocks for four p.m. Oh my like, god! <laughs> still oh, you, you party all night? <laughs> no, just yeah, we stay up all night watching watching movies or whatever doing yeah on yeah. weekends we would our games started at 9.15 p.m. local what? time yeah wow. so they were over at like fucking and the Zamboni took like 45 minutes <laughs> <laughs> it was like a friggin Toyota or something <laughs> and it's like literally intermissions were like an hour so like you're out of the the game's done at like one yeah like one of the months and then you go to the bar and you're, you're home at 9 a.m. you got a game that night mm-hmm it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know? Did you, I don't know if you want to talk about it. Is that kind of where, like, your addiction started in, in Belgium, or...? Yeah, well, no, I think I was born, in, in, like, with some sort of the bug in me, but that's where it took off. That's where it took off? Yeah, like, they got... Yeah, you give a guy like me, like, f- that much freedom, mm-hmm. like, I was 20, 22 or whatever, all of a sudden yeah. I'm in a different country getting some money and... Mm-hmm. Playing, doing what you love, like... Yeah, and then, so... But, no, you know when it really got bad? To be honest with you, mm-hmm. it got bad... It got bad... Um, more near the end, like, when it was... When hockey was done. Like, when hockey was finished, and it really... It's like it filled... Yeah. What I was missing in hockey, like, it... In, in a way, but... In Belgium, it was, like... it's And you get paid once a month. So, yeah. like... You know in high school, and you have a guidance counselor... <laughs> Yeah. And you fill out that a few things like, that you might be when you grow up. Yeah. Oh, financial yeah. advisor was not any of mine. <laughs> <laughs> you give me money once a month at the beginning of the month, and I got to wait thirty days. It, it, like that was a problem. Yeah. So I got like X amount of money at the beginning of the month, and I'd party for three days, and and I'd have twenty seven days where I got to figure it out. Holy fuck. Every fucking month for six seasons. Yeah. So that was an issue there with, if you want to talk about my addiction and stuff. But like, do you feel like fighting maybe had anything to do with it, or because I like a lot of fighters deal with it, right? They deal with that struggle. Yeah, probably. Probably it's. This is how my addiction went. Like I, I always smoked pot too much. Mm -hmm. I was baked all the time, and then, (laughs) and then, and then, in Belgium, like I would get, I would drink. We would go out and party, but that was never an issue. I would party; it, it would be fun. I'd take it too far for sure, but like it would, that would be fine. Mm-hmm. But there was these fucking gambling machines that in Belgium, these pinball machines. Yeah, they got these little pinball machines. That's where I, that's where I, that's that's why I came home from Belgium. That's why I stopped playing. Really, and I had to come home because I couldn't I couldn't avoid these pinball machines. Holy fuck! And I go, I get paid. Some, we were in the semifinals once in the playoffs, and uh, I didn't. They were like couldn't find me. I was fucking at, at a pinball machine. <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> like, couldn't find me. Yeah. Hockey, was, hockey. Uh, I miss hockey, man. I, I think that I think that uh, I think that like 
what I what I the void of not playing hockey. Mm-hmm. Like I still I dwell on the past. Like so I, I I miss hockey and I fill that with with, with drugs. That. Yeah. yeah. So the solution to that is get help. You know, I mean, go to meetings and all that stuff. Could, I can tell you that this there's doping tests in Belgium. Doping like IAHF has doping test testing random. Yeah. So I was there six seasons. I was always smoking pot. At the very least, I was, and that's banned. That's on the banned substance list. Yeah. So you're suspended two years. You get caught. Oh, fuck. Stoned. So six years, twice a year, I was stoned the whole time. <laughs> and they come like in. A... They come into the dressing room at any time. Yeah. And, and, but two times a year. At any time, pluck names off the, five names off the game sheet. Holy shit. Yeah. Sometimes we had 11 players on the game sheet. <laughs> like, sometimes it didn't, we had nobody there. Like, yeah, it was, yeah. like it's, it's, you're looking around the room, we're like, okay, like, pack your bags, you know, you're fucking going there. <laughs> <laughs> like, I never once had to piss. Come on. Yeah. Six years, so it's 12 tests. Not once did my name get plucked out of a hat. Wow. Yeah, off the game sheet, yeah. Baked uh, the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you. Thanks. Thank you, you, Dio, for coming on. All right, we want to thank uh, Dino Ferrari for coming on again. Uh, He just did a fantastic job. He gave, provided us some real great insight, and he really opened up with us there. So we just want to thank him again. Uh, Thanks for coming out, Dino Ferrari. It was a great interview, and I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, furthermore, uh, we guys hope you enjoy that interview. Just gonna wrap up here. Uh, doing a solo wrap up, but you know I'm gonna try my best out here. Um, once again, if you want us to talk about a certain event or a certain story or, or just anything, literally message us on Instagram. So you can find us on Instagram uh, at Views from the Bench. Like again, we're posting daily, all time. We're gonna be engaged with everyone. So that's important for us. We want to engage with our audience. So really, if you guys feel like we should say something or you want to hear something specific, literally reach out to us. We listen to everyone. Uh, We see our DMs. We want to interact with everyone. So we're very open in that sense. Also, the Wizard of Oz himself, Anthony LaDuca of TikTok. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but his last post on TikTok absolutely blew up. Him, uh, he's just reenacting uh, EA Sports out there. Looks like a beauty. So once again, follow us on TikTok as well at Views from the Bench. So we're also posting on there, and we'll be posting more once we get the hang of it. But once again, Anthony's the wizard out there. Um, and then that's basically it. I hope you guys enjoyed episode twenty-two. It was a bit of a long one, so I'm just gonna wrap it up here. Have a good one. We'll see you on the other side. As Anthony says, take care.